You are listening to the Photo Bomb podcast with the world's greatest photographers, Boo Ray and Gary. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Photobomb Podcast. My name is Boo Ray Perry. And joining me, as always, is Gary Hughes. Howdy. Welcome. Welcome. To the Big Imaging USA edition. The Imaging USA pre-show. Pre-edition. This is the pre-pre-show, yeah. Yes. Yeah, because next week will be the big edition. The next week, yeah, we will actually be recording and posting live-ish from Imaging USA in Atlanta. Right. So it'll be really exciting. So if you're not if you're not going to Imaging USA, please do not turn off the podcast. Because be, we'll still be funny. Yes, but you're going to enjoy this. Oh, yeah. And you're going to want to go to Imaging USA when we're finished. Absolutely. So let's talk about, let's start at the beginning. When was the first time you went to an Imaging USA? First of all... For those of you who might not be in the know, and I can't imagine there is anybody left, but what is Imaging USA? Imaging USA is the annual convention of the uh, 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 Professional Photographers of America, which is the oldest and largest photography organization. Actually, it's one of the oldest organizations, period, in the United States. I think the PPA was founded in like 1880-something. Wow. And uh, anyway, so for, you know, they've had a, some kind of an annual get-together for a long, long time, but... Uh, the last however many years it's been Imaging USA, and it's typically over the last five or six years, it's been a good 10, 11,000 people, photographers from all over the world come to wherever it happens. It's in a different city every year. Uh-huh. Last year it was in Nashville. Last, and the year before was Phoenix. Phoenix. And then this year coming up in January, which is in a week, it's coming up uh, uh, in Atlanta. Yes, Atlanta, Georgia, which is also the home of the PPA. It's where their offices are. One of the best places really to have the convention, I feel, because it makes it much easier for the PPA to staff it and run it. And it's a good drive-up location. Like Atlanta's pretty easy to get to right. from a lot of other states. And a good fly location because it's a hub. They and what's really what I like the best about, and we're going to get into like tips for surviving <laughs> Imaging USA. Um, one of the best things I like is that if you've been to many convention centers, and I've been to photography conventions and get togethers and stuff all over the country, and the worst thing to me is when they're so spread out right. that walking from like the entrance to the trade show is a mile. Right, you know, and that's like when we were in San Antonio or um, Phoenix was pretty spread out, and some of them are more, some of them are less. Convention. Yeah, where's center. my class? It's in Annex B, which yeah. is in Building Three, which is literally a mile's walk. Right. Yeah. A lot of convention centers are very spread out. Like the Orlando Convention Center, walking from one side to the other is like walking a mile. I mean, you could fit like you could fit six WalMarts and a Flying J truck stop inside the convention center. <laughs> you know, it's it's just big and most convention centers are built to take 15, 20, 30, 50,000 people and the one in Atlanta is really cool because everything is really close. It's levels up Right. Using escalators instead of spread out over a large distance. Right. And so um, everything feels close. Everything's easy to get to. And it, you can tell that it's a big convention, that a lot of people are there. Because you could go to imaging at an, uh, or another convention, another convention center, and you could just not see somebody you know the whole time. Right. <laughs> because you're you know just on opposite sides of the world, practically. But Atlanta's really cool because everything's right there. It's really easy to get around. It's a really cool. There's lots of cool stuff you could walk to and do. And so it's an excellent city for the convention. I'm I also like it because it has access to CNN Center, yeah. which is right next door. And CNN Center has a food court. They have a great food court. Yeah, and sure. I can't tell you how great it is to have a food court anytime you're doing something like this. Because, well, like Nashville. Nashville was great, but all you had access to were the restaurants that were there in the hotel. In the Gaylord Palms. Yeah, in the Gaylord Opera Palms Land, Hotel. Yeah. 
Whereas here, you're like, okay, you want some Chick-fil-A or whatever. You can just pop over to the food court. Everybody can get what they want. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm a and big fan of that. Not to mention, usually when you're in a hotel or in a convention center, the food prices are jacked up. So you, you get yes. like, you usually get kind of like just okay food for for right. like $15 for a cheeseburger and fries where right. you go to a food court. You get and I want to eat quick. Yeah. I want to be able to just get my food and go. And I don't want to have to go and wait and be decided, be you know seated. Piss me off about food courts, though. You fall into the trap, the Chinese food, food court food trap. Yeah. Like they're handing out the delicious oh, yeah. little samples. Bourbon of chicken. One piece of bourbon chicken. Awesome. A yes. whole plate of bourbon nah. chicken and shitty lo mein. <laughs> Regrettable. Every time. Like it was it a, must be such a profitable a business. Decision. It must be such a profitable business because there's like three of them. Yeah, because noodles and rice and cheap ass grizzly chicken is right. cheap as hell. Like, there's, like food but because there's, there's three of them in the food court. Oh yeah. There's like one one place doing steak hoagies, there's like maybe a Chick-fil-A, there's maybe a McDonald's, and then there's three of the bourbon chicken places. Yeah, walk and roll and You know, and a sparrow. Yeah. <laughs> You know, the most one, disgusting there's, there's pizza, one pizza place, place on the planet. Yeah, but but the but those they must make a fortune. Does anybody like Sparrow? Does anybody? No. That's the worst. That's no. a disgusting. I was in New York City. There was a huge Sparrow right off of Times Square, right across the street from yep. from our from our hotel. I know because we purposely walked past it to, to go, go to the hole in the wall place <laughs> that was a real pizza New York pizza. Experience. I, does, has anybody ever eaten Sparrow and gone? Good choice. Mm. Yeah, mm. Sparrow. Yeah, the best. The worst thing in the world you can do is go to any place like a Sparrow and get. Do you think? The pizza's bad. Get something that's not pizza. Like you know what I'm saying? Like when you go, like when you go to, it's like a Sparrow. Yeah, yeah. Get, and then they've got like spaghetti and meatballs. Get the chicken marsala yeah, from Sparrow. Chicken marsala, yeah. fettuccine alfredo from Sparrow. Yeah, that's the most. No, 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 no. no yeah, no. this uh, do marsala sauce tastes like wet garbage yeah, bags. Sauce was that's made last delicious. week. You know, and it's just no, it's just awful. I think we just lost our chances at sponsorship with yeah, the Sparrow. We're not going to get the Sparrow sponsorship. Oh, that's, that's okay. So yeah, food court, Chinese food in the food court is always smells good. The sample tastes good, and then you're like, I'm going to get it, yeah. and then you've eaten like three pounds of rice and lo mein, and then nasty ass <laughs> chicken. Good. Yeah, and it's just you better cancel whatever else you're going to do yeah. today. You're going to spend a you're going to spend a reasonable <laughs> amount of time on the toilet. It's a good thing that you're yeah you're staying in the hotel right there because you're going to be making some trips up to the room. Well, you will, because you have to poop in your room. Yeah, I'm pooping in the room. <laughs> I'm sorry. If the room is walking distance, I'm pooping in the Convention room. Convention Center Hotel, though, at walking distance yeah. might be a mile and a half. I'm just saying. I'm going to the room. I yeah. mean, I'm not George Costanza. I'm not taking my shirt off, but no. I'm going to the room. <laughs> yeah, I have to get fully nude to go number privacy. two. Fully, fully nude. Privacy. Yeah, fully nude. <laughs> hey, listen, don't do don't, Hey, fully nude, not bad. I'm just saying, when it comes to when it comes to going to the bathroom, fully nude, not bad. You got a lot of freedom. No restraints around the ankles. You know what you I know. wanted to get for Christmas that I didn't get? Nobody picked up on that I wanted the squatty potty. You want this? I have the squatty potty. Do you really? Yes. Is it as awesome potty. as a commercial? Well, I mean, it's not, it's not awesome. Like, like you go crazy, like nuts when you try. Oh my God, this is incredible. But, but is yes, it, it does actually. It is, yes. It is a helpful tool. It is helpful. It is a helpful tool. And let me talk about awesome for a second. All right. I got a, yeah, I got a, I, like I got a text awesome. the other day from somebody. And this happens, uh, not all the time, but every, every once in a while this happens. And, and I would like for you people to stop. And that's when you get the text from the person who just is hyperbole to the max on everything. Prone to a lot of exaggeration just, there. Listen, everything cannot be awesome. No, it's not. Okay? Awesome so, has no meaning anymore. Oh, you know, okay, I'll see you Thursday. It's going to be awesome. No, it's not. But, it's going to be okay to see me on Thursday. It's going to be good, maybe. <laughs> we're going ha- to have lunch at Checkers. It's going to be, be awesome. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be okay. <laughs> and, and I'm tired of the word awesome being thrown around because there's no place to go from that. When something truly is awesome, you've been using awesome so much. You know what gets used more than awesome? Amazing. 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 
Magnum. That picture is amazing. Amazing. No, it's a good picture, but yeah. it's not amazing. It's not amazing. No. no. Amazing is, can I get that okay. on my wall? Yeah, hyperbole is, uh, is, is intense. In, yeah. uh, in, in today, because we got to write and like, you know why that is? I think it's because that um, a lot of us communicate with certain people only like text and Facebook and stuff like that. And it's really hard to convey tone. Yeah. In, in typed or written. Yeah. I so, use smiley face a lot because you want people to know you're being, you're smiling at them. Yeah. <laughs> I just send the poop emoji to everybody. My daughter got a poop emoji pillow for Christmas. How disgusting yes. is that? Oh, it was her favorite gift. That's horrifying. Yes. That's her, her little face is going to be cuddled she up to poop. She loves the big poop emoji. <laughs> Back to Imaging USA. Back to Imaging USA. And, uh, oh, by the way, um, you know. I didn't see you, and I didn't get you a Christmas present. So no, I forgot to mention that last no, week. No, so. I have a rule: if I don't see you Christmas Day, you're not getting I'm a getting present. Shit, you know, because it's just gotten to be too much. Can we make a pact? I started it. What's the pact? I want to make a pact with you that we'll never get each other Christmas presents. <laughs> Dude, I made that pact. We I will, already made that. We pact. will not allow our about? wives to get presents no. for each other. No, let's just not be that to each no. other. No, I had that problem with my uncle and my aunt who I saw once a year on Christmas Eve at my parents' house. And after like five years of this, I finally said to them, listen, I'm not getting you anything next year. You said that to your yes. uncle? You sick And bastard. that next year, they got me something. That, you know what they got me? They got me some, uh, some tools for the grill, which were great. I put them underneath the grill with the other tools that I already owned that were perfectly fine. And they <laughs> sat there and rusted. And after, and after that year, they finally got it. And they were like, okay, we're not going to get you anything. I'm like, great. Because, you know, we come together and it's for the kids. We get the stuff for the kids. Well, when you see somebody once a year, it's impossible to buy anything for you. Why don't you just take a $20 bill and you, light it on fire you, you in front of me? You save your 20 bucks. I'll save yeah. my 20 bucks. I'm going to give myself 20 bucks in your name every Christmas. Yes. Dedicate it to yes. you. <laughs> it's like when you get the Christmas cards every year where, where all of your aunts send $5 and your mom sends $5 to all of your aunts for their you kids just too. Why don't money. You, <laughs> it's just wasting stamps. Christmas gift exchanging to me is the most absurd thing in the world just because it is exactly that. It is swapping money. Yes. Like everybody just kids. I'll give you 30 and you'll give you 30, except instead of the 30, I'm going to give you something you're never going to use. I cannot even tell you how much money we spend on Christmas presents. And then, like, we had Christmas at. my parents, at Julie's parents, at uh, her at her grandparents. We had like five Christmases. I'm not shitting you, dude. I filled up my entire van with Christmas presents yeah. by the time it was all done. And I came home and I'm, where am I going to put all this stuff and da-da-da. Half of it stuff. Like, I mean, it's all great. And it's lovely to get these really thoughtful gifts. I got a lot of stuff I really liked. But at the same time, it's like, I could have saved my money. You could have saved your money, and I could have bought myself this stuff, and you could have bought yourself this stuff, you know? And we could just hang out and be together on Christmas and have it not be... Like, I can see it for kids, because kids, you know, whatever. They're kids, and they're, they, they, haven't, yeah. they haven't realized that life well, sucks yeah, absolutely, yet, so they're, you know, they're good. But, uh, yeah, you know, but anyway, so I had a great Christmas, got lots of great it's gifts. The point, <laughs> it's, the point, it's the point now with me and Bobby that we actually will order our own gifts. Like, I'll just go on Amazon and be like, okay, I need this cologne, and I need this, and I need this, and I need this. And I'm like, okay, so I can tell Bobby, go and order this stuff for me, or I can just hit one click buy now because it's coming to my account coming to my house anyway so i just order it and then, when it, and then when it arrives in the box i just go here you go this is for me for christmas and she takes it and puts it in her back room and she and, and she'll do the same thing for me you're such a romantic and then yeah and then i just wrap them up <laughs> but you know what she gets everything she wants for christmas yeah you know and I, there's no more of the crazy oh my god and, and she's okay with this, this? yeah she's perfectly fine with you it sure you know where yes yeah, you know where she's not okay with it mm-hmm. where she's not okay is when she puts together a list of things she wants and people won't buy her stuff from the list because they think that my, this is my family because th- th- no i don't want to get you god forbid you should get me something i actually want for christmas instead right. you want to go out and try and find something that i want that i didn't know that i wanted what it really means is you're going to find something that you like 
<laughs> and you're going to get it for me. Yeah. And I am not you. You know, my uh, <laughs> my dad's from England and I'm from my whole family's from England. And, and so for a lot of people, my dad's like the only English person that they know. And so every year for Christmas, oh my God. He, everything he has is like Beatles. Yeah, it's Beatles like, or Union Beatles. Jack or something. Yeah, all the time. It's like, because that's his defining characteristic as yeah. a person is he's British, you know? And for the love of God, please do not get me anything that involves pictures being printed. Oh. <laughs> Gary's laughing because he knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> I love you dearly. I love you dearly. But no. please do not get me a custom. Oh, for God's print, sake! Print. No, I'm, I'm a photographer. Yeah, I do that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. If you were a if track star, I'll I wouldn't buy you anything shoes. Anything more complicated than a Christmas ornament with a photo in it? There you go. Not interesting. And don't put the photo in it. Just well, give me the ornament. I'll put the photo in it. <laughs> hey, okay, so Christmas was okay. So Imaging ages USA. Ago. Let's do that. Imaging USA. Imaging USA. We're like we're like a third of the way through the podcast. So we have yet to yeah, talk so about it. Let's talk about imaging. Okay, so Imaging USA. There's two distinct parts of Imaging USA. There's pre-con, mm-hmm. and then there's the convention. And yes. Okay, so if you go for and let me say if you go for pre-con and the convention, it's like a week. You're there for it's a lot. I mean, yes, because I've got to go in on Friday because I'm teaching pre-con, mm-hmm. and by now I think everyone who listens to podcast knows about. I'm not going to go into the whole thing. I'm teaching a class on Flash and working quickly at pre-con, and you can find it online on the Imaging, Imaging USA, USA website. Dot org. <clears throat> okay, so so I got to go in on Friday. Also, if you happen to be a counselor, counselor, hello, counselor, counselor, counselor. If you happen to be a counselor in the PPA, you have to go for the counselor's meeting, which is like the PPA Senate. You right. vote on bylaws, changes, and crap like that. Which yeah. is funny because. Um, I didn't know who was I talking to. I was talking to Rich Newell, and Rich and Rich was like, you know, I don't want this to get out, but I don't think the counselors realize how much power they really have. And all I said, the power, yeah. And I said, really? He goes, oh yeah. He goes, I, I thought the board of directors had the power. He goes, no. And by the way, just so just so you we're clear, there's twenty eight thousand people in the organization. Twenty eight thousand. Yeah, this is a big organization. Twenty eight thousand members and thirty two. The board of directors propose the laws, but it is the counselors. Yep. Who debate and vote on the rules Any and the changes laws? Changes in the rules. We elect right. the board of members. The PPA. And Rich said this to me, which I thought was great. Rich said, if the counselors wanted to, they could vote to dissolve the PPA. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> That'd be great. Get it you going know, on. Just, just dissolve it. it in the middle of the convention. Yeah, we're going to vote to just dissolve it. I would like it. to make a motion to dissolve the PPA. <laughs> yeah. So that was cool. So if you're a counselor, <laughs> you have to show up early. Do, no, just, you don't. You have to show up early. And you have to go to the meeting and you have to vote, which I, I don't, and this is my first one and I don't get to go because I have to teach that day. You're teaching. So I don't get to the, go. It's on Monday. Uh, no, the counselor's meeting is on uh, Saturday. No, it is not. They moved it? It's always on Monday. Every, it's all. Uh, let's not do inside baseball right now. Okay. But it's on the Monday, I promise. It's always on Monday morning. Okay. Because it was during your class on Monday I know. last year and during my class on Monday the year before. It's not on Saturday because that's not regular convention. Okay, because I know people who are counselors who are going the day early because they have to be there Saturday morning. It's Monday. Okay. All right. <laughs> as I as I slowly reach for my phone. It's been Monday for like 60 years. Anyway. Uh, okay, okay. So anyway, so you have to go to the counselors meeting. Right. Well, you know, and I also volunteer. I think that if you haven't gone before, this is my number one tip. If you have not gone before... Send an email to the PPA, the offices there, or just give them a phone call. And uh, volunteering is a really cool way to experiencing any of these photography conventions, whether it be WPPI or Imaging USA or Shutterfest, because you can really, one, you get to usually get to go for free, and they usually will um, work with a schedule around classes that you want to see, which is really cool. A lot of times there are a certain amount of food provided, which is neat. Um, on top of that, you also get to really be involved with a lot of the core people in any organization, especially over Imaging USA. Like the volunteers, I volunteered for, I think I've done six years I've volunteered. as. Um, it was the first thing you said to me 
the very first time I ever went to a convention was you was what you're saying now. Right. And you're I, a firm believer in it. I was the, the year that I the first year I spoke on the platform, I actually volunteered that same year too. So I spoke and then I went and I you know, and I also volunteered because I think it's it's that much fun. But you see a lot mostly the same people, the same core people every year in the volunteer force. And these are a lot of people that are uh, pivotal in in running PPA in the organization and Imaging USA. So you get to know a lot of really cool people, a lot of important people in the organization, a lot of really talented photographers. And typically, you're working in just these hideous orange shirts as volunteers. They're, real, they're, they're easy. They're very visible by uh, anybody who's attending. Yeah, the bright orange shirt. You find somebody bright orange button-down shirt, they're going to be a volunteer. They'll be able to tell you where to go or what time stuff is happening. So keep an eye out for the orange shirts. But these are not only going to be people that are pivotal in running and being a part of the organization, but they're also really like kick-ass humble people who are just there serving others. And it's really, really kind of cool. I don't I want it to sound like cheesy, but I was, no, I was very surprised because I thought, Oh, the people who are volunteering, you know, working the doors and all that kind of thing. I thought, well, these are going to be your newer photographers who are just coming in. And I was surprised to discover how many of them are much better than me with bigger, more successful businesses than me. Absolutely. And yet there they are taking names at the door and handing out uh, tickets. And, uh, you know, and let me tell you, getting to go to Im- imaging is not expensive. And go, no. getting to go to imaging for free is definitely not the reason people no. volunteer. Because, no, because you don't see me volunteering. Yeah, because <laughs> you work when you volunteer, you do work a lot of shifts, but they do make sure that when you're working, you're typically going to be working in a class that you want to see or that you're off when there's a class that you want to right. see, which is cool. They, they take your schedule into consideration. But I've met and made so many terrific friends that have afforded me opportunities, like people I visit when I travel to other states. I know photographers all over the country that I'm really friends with from volunteering. And it's just an awesome way to experience it. I think if you go to imaging once, don't be a volunteer. Just go experience it as as an attendee. And when you go back, go back as a volunteer. And I I wouldn't recommend doing it every single year because you can get burnout because it is a ton of work. But I would recommend if you want to volunteer, go volunteer every other year. And I think that that's a really good way to have fun in imaging, but also to experience it, meet some really cool people. And it's I I I can't cannot. Um, uh, emphasize enough what a cool how it makes it so to see how much blood sweat and tears go into putting on an event of this size is are, is phenomenal like you really can't appreciate how much goes into it until you see how hard everybody works to put it on it's huge i mean the first time i went i was like oh, well, i guess i'll go it's atlanta so i'll go this is three years ago i'm like oh, i guess i'll go do it why not i don't want to spend the money but i'll go and then when i was there i was like wow this thing is yeah, it's, big. it's big. It's big. I mean, it's, you know, this is, it's people, wall to wall people, and all of them are photographers. My people. Yeah. It's, it's very cool to be in with that many people that are all into the same thing. Yes. And, uh, and you have no problem at a cocktail party or a party where you can just walk up to anyone and start a conversation. Yeah. Like when you're out with your friends that are not photographers and you start to talk about your work and their eyes glaze over and yeah. they look kind of nauseous, that doesn't happen. Everybody talks shop and it's a lot of fun. <laughs> like, and all you have cool. to do is walk up to any, cause I did, cause I, I was alone. And by myself. So, and I didn't know really anybody. I barely knew you. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I remember going to one of the parties and I was, just, I would just walk up to a group of people and I was like, hi, I'm Bure. I'm from Florida. Where are you from? What's your specialty? What do you do? And that's it. And start talking. Yep. And they went off. They would go. It's a lot of fun. Know? So it's really easy to meet people and make connections. So if you're going to go to the pre-convention, I, yeah, the difference, the main difference is that the class sizes are much smaller. Instead of anywhere from five to 1500 people in a class, you're going to get, um, 
probably 20 to 40 people in a class. Right. And they're, the pre-convention classes are typically hands-on. You get a lot of face time with the instructor, and they're usually longer, anywhere from whereas the platform classes during regular convention are 60 to 90 minutes. The um, classes in the pre-con are two hours to eight hours. Depending. Yeah, I don't, I don't think of when you, when you know, the platform, platform speakers, I, I hesitate to even use the word class when I talk about a platform. I think, of more, I think of a platform speaker more as a presentation. Yeah, I mean, if you wanted to split hairs, you could yeah. say that, yeah. I mean, but just for the sake of, you know, expediency, we'll just call them all classes. You know, to, but, yeah, it's more like, to me, it's like a, they're giving a presentation, whereas a pre-con is a class. There's a lot that's, of, that's nuts and bolts. There's a lot of energy in the, uh, a lot of energy in the big platform oh, classes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, um, and it's it's going to be a really great time, and I'm excited. We um, have some killer killer speakers coming up this year, which is going to be really cool. For the very first time, we've got Sue Bryce is speaking. No, in Atlanta, Sue's a big week. deal. She is probably, arguably, the most famous person in professional photography at the moment. Like, there's almost nobody, no professional photographer who doesn't know her name. Mm, yeah, I would, I would argue maybe Jerry Jonas. I don't. Even, I think he's definitely he's he's been in the industry a long time, right. but she's the hottest thing going at the moment. Right? You know, Jerry's amazing. You know, he's been on the show before, and we love Jerry. He's a friend of ours. But Sue, I think, is the hottest. In, and not only that, but she has changed the the portrait business for personal uh, glamour photography and boudoir, whatever you want to call it. Um, uh, um, to the point where she is little clones of her are popped oh, yeah, up all over the place. Yeah. Like you see people adopting her style and business model all over the place. And it's just like, it's crazy. She's got thousands of people registered on her website. She's got a Facebook group with tons and tons of people in it. And it's a big, she's a force in the industry. But here's the other thing. Not only is she famous and extremely talented, but she is the real deal. Like she's a real, and she's a really nice, excellent person, and I'm really looking forward. I'm I'm looking forward to being in her class because I've never actually seen her teach in person before, which would be really cool. Um, Also, I think I've mentioned this on the show before. um, We have uh, Jeff Rojas is a really cool, like up and coming, excellent uh, fashion photographer. Specializes in male models and stuff. Yeah, you've talked about this guy a lot. You're really looking forward to because I really there aren't a lot of people that focus on what he focuses on. He's young, he's charismatic, he's extremely talented. He's, he's also got a book coming out on uh, you know, photographing men. I believe it's just called Photographing Men. Here's the thing. He could do a platform and fill a room with 1,500 people in it. He's teaching a pre-convention class. Wow. So you'll be able to, like, hands-on watch him do his thing, which is really cool. I'm going to be in that class. Very much looking forward to it. It's cool. Really cool. We have um, – I'm just going to pull up the webpage – and pull up the instructors. And yes, I'm actually doing other things on the thing that's recording. So hopefully, this yeah, one. I don't know that you want to do that. I don't know if you want. To do, you don't want to do anything on the laptop. <laughs> yeah, my. Uh, I mean, I've got it all right here. One of the other good things, by the way, that I think about going to the convention is if you are not a certified professional photographer and would like to be, then you can go to precon and you can take uh, classes on your CPP, and then at the end of that run, take the actual exam. Yeah, I believe that the um, you have two. Um, Two classes of teaching the CPP and Mr. Al Alderman, who's from Florida here, who is – he teaches the CPP class at Imaging USA, I think, every year. And I think according to taking the, the test for certified professional photographer, he ha- his students have like a 97% pass rate. He teaches – he helps – Pick what questions are on the yeah, test. Yeah, he like, helps write the test. He write, you know, he gets consulted on this stuff, and he knows, and he's such a great wealth of knowledge for that. And you can go and take his precon class for it's not much money, and he'll. It's three days, and then at the end of the three days, you take the test, and you could be certified in three days, right? Which is excellent. Yeah, it's know? fantastic. Or you could at least you could be pass the test. You still have to submit images, but you will have passed the written right, part. You pass the test, and then you just three have to days submit. in and out. We have uh, Lindsay Adler. Excellent, excellent photographer, uh, uh, newly minted Canon Explorer of Light. 
I didn't think they really, were doing that anymore. Yeah, Lindsay's on there. She's hot How come stuff, I'm not man? a candid explorer of light? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Because they're not doing that anymore. Not for you, not for me. I'm just, just for Lindsay Adler. I would like to be a candid explorer of light. I would say that of all the things you can be called and, and, and being, a, being associated with, with different you know, vendors and stuff, the canon explorer of light yeah. it sounds cool. It would be. It's an excellent. And I believe that one day you could do that. I could be a canon explorer of light. You just ha- you just have to dream it, man. Believe in your what? dreams. <laughs> believe, it, believe in your fucking dreams, man. We canon have because uh, there used to be like seven or eight of them. Because I was talking to uh, Hanson Fong, who is a canon explorer of light. There used to be a lot, and there used to be a lot of them. And he was he was saying that there's not that many anymore. Yeah, the like canon is really kind of scold back. Kind of, but the ones that are. I mean, you look at the work. If you happen right. to Google canon explorer of light and just see the work of that right. group of photographers, I mean, they're on like a whole nother level. Yeah, really which is cool. why I will never be a canon explorer of light. Speaking of on another level, you have. Maria Bernal, who's an amazing, like very artistic portraiture. Um, and I had it, I took the judges workshop in Atlanta with her, um, this past year and she's phenomenal photographer, wonderful person, really cool. Looking forward to that. And I think it's funny that you're that. Well, that was right, not for this convention. Never mind. But you were on the committee. You were on the committee that chose the speakers for this convention, were you not? I was. And you are currently the chairman of the committee that chooses the, for twenty seventeen. Yeah, I just we just you're a big shot. No, but here's the thing about picking you're the like speakers. A top dog, dude. The committee. What we do is we we pick a bunch of names. We basically quali- pre qualify and pick a, a bunch of names. We put them on a schedule, and then we give all that information to PPA staff, and then they basically sort it out. And they actually make it happen. And right. by the time imaging comes along, the schedule is usually very, very different than what we gave to staff because people may not be available or not interested. How many speakers or, do you have at the convention? How many people try? I think it's about, uh, I think it's somewhere around a 75. Wow. Speakers. 75 speakers. And how many, and I read somewhere that it was like a hundred and change. 160, 170 people or 150 people who actually submit? Um, we had 100 and something applications, right. but not everybody who applies gets in, obviously, and not everybody who gets in has applied. The application process is right. pretty new. So For instance, I didn't apply. and when I, when I spoke, I didn't apply. I came in because I had a sponsor who was a big player in the organization. That's the whole other thing. There's a sponsor. Yeah. It's, a, it's a mess. But we also, it's not a mess. It's just a very complicated process that a lot of people work very hard on putting together. A slate of speakers like, here's the thing. I've been in a meeting that speaker selection, when the speaker applied to teach business, and they were claiming that they were doing all this business and their business was this healthy. And I've been in there and PPA staff was like, sounds great. Sounds like a great class. She's going to need to send us tax returns because we're not putting her on the stage unless yeah. she's the real deal. Yeah. Like you can guarantee that the staff and the volunteers at PPA work really, really hard to make sure that not only are you going to get great photographers, that they're going to be good teachers and that they, by and large, are going to be vetted and they are the real deal. We, I mean, we believe me, the whole photography industry probably in the last five or six years ago, was just rife with, with photographers who had no business, but were out there trying to teach the business of photography. And we, I mean, they're right. keeping You can be a million dollar photographer. Exactly. Really? I'd like to see your I think all return. of those people should um, get uh, fleas and die. <laughs> we also have Ryan Brenizer, amazing wedding photographer from New York. And, uh, you know, got Drake Bru- Drake Busaith, um, he's from Utah, I think, and he's a really great family photographer, specializes in extremely large groups, just killer work. Uh, Clyde Butcher, one of a Florida native who's sure. 
famous for his nature photography, you know. Everglades? Yeah, yeah, photographing the Everglades and stuff. I mean, just the list goes on. Lisa Evans, Rick Farrow, Mary Fish Taylor. Rick Farrow, who pretty much started the Disney program for yep. weddings. Jerry Gionis is going to be teaching again. You know, you have... Creator uh, of the Ice Light? Yeah, yeah. Peter Hurley is going to be on the platform again, sponsored by Canon. You know, you have Julianne Cost from Adobe is going to be teaching. She's going to... Miss, miss Adobe. Yeah. Her, her, her thing always is packed. It's, yeah. If you're going to see Julianne Cost, get there early. Yes, because everyone goes to see Julianne because every, she is, she's the Photoshop guru. Standing room and, only. Yeah, and we're standing room only, and she will teach you things that you, about, that you can do with Photoshop that you didn't know you could do. I, 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 I was volunteering the last year she spoke, um, uh, and uh, I walked into her class because as a volunteer, it was standing room only. They weren't letting anybody in, but I went in to do a head count or something, and uh, it was packed, standing room only, basically. And I stood in there for five minutes, and I learned three things that just yeah. blew my mind. Yeah. Like, this is yeah, she's uh, pretty much the deal uh, when it comes to learning Photoshop, and a great teacher too. She's really good. Richard Sturdivant is also going to be teaching. You got the composite uh, master, yeah, Roberto Valenzuela, excellent wedding photographer. Um, you have um, your friend and mine, Randy Van Dynen, who is yeah, uh, Randy's teaching this. Yeah, year. he's going to be there teaching a pre-con class, which is I mean, and uh, Story Wilkins. You've got I mean, you just got an amazing array. In every possible discipline, from commercial photography to fashion photography to uh, you know portraits, weddings, it's all there. You know, and as much as as much as those things are, as much as the teachers are fantastic and the programs, are, I got to tell you, the thing I really enjoy the most is the trade show. I enjoy the bars mostly. Yeah, I enjoy the bars too. Just and just shillelied and yeah, just hanging out with photographers and meeting people from all over the country is fantastic. But in terms of the convention provided things, I really like the trade show. Yeah, because yeah. it is you don't. Until if you've never been, you just don't you can't comprehend how big the trade show is. Yeah, imagine a Costco and then imagine it yeah. got stapled to four other Costcos and then fill all those with booths that are selling stuff for yeah. photographers. Yeah, it's not like some small rinky dink thing. It is huge and it's every product you can imagine for photography. And they're all giving stuff away. They're all giving stuff away and they're having live demonstrations yeah. and they'll have photographers in the booths with live models showing you how they use their stuff. And like if uh, ProSelect will be giving free seminars to show you how to use ProSelect to sell uh, in person sales and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. One year, uh, the last time it was in San Antonio, Julie and I won a free website we won a i got a, a nikon uh camera a nikon d300s at the time and a, an ipad and we all in the same year just yeah. going signing up for stuff yeah a bunch of free prints and giveaways i mean it, you can really get your money's worth just getting free stuff in the trade show yeah. you'll be and you see you'll see i'll be there because millers will be there which is my sponsor and uh, i'll be going and talking to millers and hang out in the millers booth and you can't miss the millers booth it's when you walk in it's, it's which is I, which i find funny if you look at the trade show flow show booths when you walk into the trade show this year, the two booths, left and right, the biggest booths, one on the left, one on the right, one is my sponsor, and the other one is yours. White House and <laughs> Miller's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, think, I think Miller's is on the right, and White House is on the left. I'll be, I'll be creepily lurking around the White yeah, House custom color me. booth, but not in any official no, capacity. No, me neither. No official capacity. I'm just like that guy that just started CrossFit and wants to tell everybody about yeah. it, except I'll be talking about White House custom yeah, But color. I'm actually going to be hanging out. Like, I'm going to go see a couple of people who, who have given me uh, stuff to give away on the... Uh, in, like, I'm, I have tons of door prices. What do you got? I've got uh, 17 hats, which is who I use for my online, uh, for my invoicing and my billing of clients and my tracking of clients. Studio management, basically. Studio management. I've, I, I've, um, I'll be going and hanging out in their booth. I mean, like, I've actually got a time when I'm going to go hang out in their booth. So you can come and if you want to meet me in, I think it's going to be one o'clock on 
Monday. Not if I'm in the meeting. It won't be. I'll have to change that. Uh, but uh, 17 Hats, uh, Rogue sent me a bunch of stuff. I'm I love away. their stuff. The Rogue modifiers and uh, Bounce Flash modifiers and Softbox stuff. I tell you, I use that Rogue Flash Bender every single wedding I shoot and even on other jobs. I use them on business headshots and stuff all the time. Make a great little tool for an edge light or a. Yeah, oh, absolutely. You can do, they're very, very versatile. Yeah, there's a ton of, it's a lot of speed light. Modifier stuff right. that they sell. That they've, I, got, uh, they've got they've uh, got the uh, the, uh, the, the, the 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 grid. Yeah, they the got gels. the grid, and they also make the they make the um, the um, expo disc. Yeah. Yeah, but they've given you some cool stuff to give they away. They've given me some cool stuff to give away. I'm going to be giving away F Stoppers sent me their um uh, their F Stoppers flash disc. Ooh, those are cool. Which is a modifier that I use all the time, and so I contacted them. I said, "Hey, can you want to send me some for door prizes?" And they said, "Sure." So if people go to your class, you're going to be giving all this stuff away yeah, in your class. In the class. So if you go to imagingusa.org, register for pre-convention for Bouet Perry's class, yeah. and you have the chance to get all this cool. And stuff. And we'll give away an album from Miller's. Miller's will give away like a three hundred dollar album. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. That's so cool. it's fantastic. Yeah. Okay, so um, we got some time left in the show. I want to go uh, and I want to give people what are some practical, practical advice, tips you could give to people that were going to go. Like, what would you if, if I was going for the first time? What would you tell me to make sure that I do? And when what what would you tell me to make sure that I don't do? Uh, to make sure that you do have a way to take notes. Don't think that you're going to go sit in these programs and just watch the program for an hour and a half and just sit there. And, no, you need to take notes because mm-hmm. they're, you're going to be hit with so much stuff that you're going to want to take notes. Brain overload. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Take notes. Um, maybe a bag because you're going to be given so much stuff. You know, when you, you know, walking through the trade show and going to the, the, everyone's going to be handing you stuff. Some of it's going to be free stuff. Some of it's going to be discount codes for stuff online. A lot of vendors too will give you a bag. Yeah. And so if they give you a bag, that's great. Just take it all, throw it into a bag. And then when you get home, dump it out and sort through it. You'd be surprised at how much money you can recoup from your trip. You'll come home with 500 bucks worth of free stuff. Sure. Without even trying. Absolutely. Without even trying. Yeah, absolutely. So that's something you definitely want to do. What do you, what do you, what do you not want to do? Um, here's what you don't want to do. Um, you absolutely do not want to try and see every single class in the world. Um, in my opinion, you're going to get so overloaded. I would do a little self eval and say, what do I really need this year for my business? Cause imaging is going to come around next year and WPPI is coming around and Shutterfest go, well, this year I really need to work on my business right. and, and create yourself a, a schedule ahead of time. You don't want to just wing it. Don't wing it. Make a schedule for yourself. And decide what it is that you have come to learn. And if you want to f- focus on business and go to as many of the business-related classes that you can, and I would definitely, definitely um, recommend s- focusing on one certain thing. That- Imaging USA has a great app, by the way. Yeah, there's an Download app. And you can even phone. make a schedule yeah. in the app, which is cool, which I really dig that. Um, I would definitely not... Um, Bring a bunch of fancy uh, shoes. <laughs> this is the mistake I see a lot of people, especially ladies, but some men too, is they wear heels or they wear like uncomfortable yeah, shoes because they're really Just cute or whatever. Yeah. It's like, seriously, you're going to hate your life if you don't have comfortable shoes. You do, you're going to walk 20 miles in three And days. here's something that, okay, listen, this is not, you know, this is not a bad thing. If you do it, if you want to do it, do it. That's fine. But personally... Leave the camera at home. Yeah. <laughs> don't be a dork. Don't be the guy at the party who is taking pictures of, of, I don't, you know, I mean, even though, to be honest, Imaging USA kind of sets up for that. Like, I remember one of the parties last year, I mean, it was an opening night party. They had, like, you know, models and stuff. And, yeah. and here's, and they're surrounded by photographers who are taking their picture. But what? Because no, no matter how much shaming we do. But what for? Because there are, I'm tell, we've talked, there are types of photographers, like you and me, we work in it every day and we're not interested in bringing a camera unless we're getting paid to work. Right. You know, whereas the other type of photographer, the person that always has a camera on them, 
That's the type of person that's going to go, and they want opportunities to shoot and stuff like that. I personally don't see how you can really, what you're going to do with them. I can't use them in my portfolio. I'm not going to really learn much. But it is, for some people, they just, they get so much joy out of just clicking the shutter. Yeah, I mean, you go through the trade show, and there's a guy there, and he's showing you how to use a modifier, a special light box they sell or something, and he's got a model, and he's talking to the crowd, and he's showing how to use it, and there's like seven guys with cameras standing behind him, popping off pictures. Now, they're not... Not listening to what the guy's saying. And they're not hooked up to the modifier, so they're not getting good light. Yeah. Right? So they're just popping off because she just happens to be a girl standing in the middle of the trade show. If you want, if you if you got to take your camera, take your camera, but listen... And learn, and then just hold the camera back a second. Take pictures of your friends. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I would say, um, if I was going to tell people what to do and what not to do, we already did what not to do, don't wing it. And focus on one specific thing, business, sure. you need to be inspired, you're feeling a little dry creatively, take those classes that are marked for inspiration, do that, get pumped up again, get excited about your art, you know. But if you're jumping around a lot, it's going to be hard. For me, I recommend focusing, sure. Um, and the other thing I would also say, do not skip the parties. Don't skip the Oh, events. God, no. Because they have stuff that's included in your registration. They have an opening night party and a closing night party that are excellent. Yep. Um, and it's, it's food, and they give you drink tickets, and it's all included in your registration, which is killer. So if you're registered for the convention... Um, this is, they're really fun. Like oh, last yeah. year, they're, was, great. they're really great. They're not dry affairs at all. The closing night party was on, or the opening night party was on Super Bowl Sunday. And right. they brought in, you know, like arcade basketball yeah, they games had all these, and they had, pinball they had arcade games and, and stuff. And yeah. had giant TVs in there. So the Super Bowl was on and they had food and they, I mean, and then they had a DJ. And after the Super Bowl was over, it was like this raging party with a lot of dancing. It's a lot of fun. Don't be too cool. To, to do this stuff because a lot of people they like break out and they go off campus and they do other stuff and right. if you're, it's your first time go to the parties the parties are excellent they put a lot of effort into making them really really cool yeah you really can't under uh, under sell the uh, networking side of going to the convention oh absolutely the people that you will meet and the contacts that you I have. get a lot of business done at bars and restaurants like <laughs> just go hey let's grab some lunch and what do you do and you meet some amazing people and you might meet somebody who's like a rep for a lab, or you might meet somebody who will, you know, I've learned stuff at a dinner table. It's like, oh my gosh, that's how you do your pricing? That's amazing. Sure. Gonna, you know, I learned so much from other attendees because we're all there just swapping info. So yeah, don't think you're only going to learn stuff in the classes. You know, don't, don't, uh, uh, don't hesitate to, to reach out and meet some people. Yeah, you're and if you, awesome it, if, you it, if you can afford it, if you can afford it, if you can afford it, try to stay in the hotel that is at the venue because then if you have sold to poop, out now, brother. if you have to poop, you can go back to your room. Yeah, <laughs> that's the number one thing. Do poop in your yes, hotel poop in your room. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's sold out. The Omni, uh, the, the Omni sold out. Are you now. staying in the Omni? Yes. Yeah, I'm, me too. It's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Um, Julie and I are both on the uh, convention committee. I'm all about convenience. Yeah, that's, Julie's like a bigwig, isn't she? Julie is the vice chair of the convention committee, which are the, the committee that puts runs the, 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 the logistics of the convention. Right. So getting models, you guys are like a power getting equipment. Couple. Yeah. <laughs> you are. Well, we, we just can't say no. That's our problem. Is that what we the problem is? We cannot say no. Well, Julie's a very good organizer, though. She has spreadsheets for her fucking spreadsheets. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, which uh, spreadsheet do I want to use? Let me look at my spreadsheet spreadsheet and see yeah. which spreadsheet's <laughs> available for this, this information, this data yeah. to input. She's a list maker. She's organized. And she's just a quiet doer a lot. So she's really excellent. They love her to do this stuff. Me, they have to take me because we come as a match pair. So right. Like, <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> All right, so that's next week, Imaging USA. Imaging USA. And please don't forget to mention that you are teaching. I know you mentioned it. You didn't go into it in detail this time. On last episode you did, you said, I don't want to talk about it. But it's going to be an awesome class. Yes, Imaging USA on Precon Saturday. I am teaching a fast flash 
class. And what I'm going to do is basically we're going to we're going to start with um, bounce flash and then move to off camera flash. And I'm going to show you how to use it quickly to achieve results that maybe you didn't know you could achieve. I'm, I'm what, when we talked we've talked before about when you're speaking and you're teaching and you're trying to find something that you can teach that 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 is different or niche or something is different than what everybody else is teaching. And one, and I, so I started looking around it. When I talk to people who are shooters and stuff, what do I find that I, a lot of them don't seem to be doing that I do? And I'm like, wow, I can't imagine not doing it. And bounce flash is, is, is amazing to me how many people don't really use bounce flash that or much. Or don't do it correctly. Well, they don't do it correctly. Yeah. They bounce it straight up. Yeah. <laughs> like I was shooting, it. I was shooting at a, I was shooting at a, a Tampa Area Professional Photographer Association meeting and we had a speaker. And I'm in the back of the room with a 7200 millimeter lens and my flash, and my flash is turned around, so I'm bouncing it off the wall behind me, and then lighting the guy who is on the other side of this conference room from me. So I'm getting this great light. He's lit. It's it, everything's lit. It's beautiful. It's directional. It's fantastic. And later, when I put the pictures on the website, a master photographer in the PPA came to me at the next meeting and said, "I saw you taking pictures at the meeting, and I thought, what the hell is he doing?" Why is the flash pointed? There's no way that flash There's is no going to get there. There's no way that flash yeah. is going to get there. It's not going to happen. And then when I saw your pictures, I was like, I was amazed. I'm like, oh my God, like, I didn't even know you could do that. I'm and I was so like, good at Lightroom. It's amazing. And I was, but I was just like, <laughs> really? Because that's like, to me, it's wedding 101, you know? And, and, and that made me think, wow, maybe I should be teaching more bounce flash. So I'm going to start with bounce flash and then we're going to move to off camera light. Which is okay. Off camera light, bam! Put it on a stand. Here's how you can move quickly. We're going to do a lot of TTL stuff uh, because to work really, really fast, TTL can be very helpful. Not all the time. Sometimes manual's better, and I'll cover when is manual better than TTL because you're full manual all the time. Yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. You're full manual, Mm -hmm. and I'm TTL probably ninety percent of the time. I'm also shooting in this studio. Yeah, well, studio manuals absolutely. That that would be a time when manual is absolutely the way you want to go. But when you're working on location and you're moving around a lot, it's much easier if you don't have to reset and refit your lights every time you move them. Excellent. So if you can do that with TTL, but then TTL has its own set of problems as well. So if you want to learn how to use flash and you want to learn how to use it and make it look good. Yes. Because a lot of, you know, there's a big trend towards not doing that nowadays. But if you are a, let's say that you're a a natural, primarily natural light shooter, you shoot weddings, you shoot events, whatever it is, and you really hate having to bust out that flash, Blu-ray, you're going to show them how to make it look good. Yeah, this is a good class. How to make it not look crappy. Yeah, because I'm going to start at the beginning and be like, okay, I mean, my original intention was to actually start with natural light and then move into flash, but then it pretty much became a flash class. Yeah, I've seen your stuff like this, and I got to tell you, I don't, and and I'm not saying this to blow smoke up your ass, this is, you are honestly, at this particular particular niche like using flash and doing it quickly and doing it well i don't see anybody out there in the industry who is doing it better than you are doing really absolutely oh you're not looking hard no the type of work that you do and shooting for weddings and events making on-camera flash look good hardly anybody can make it look like there are obviously people out there but you just do such a good job of communicating it too because i've seen you also teach a similar class right and right. it's pretty excellent. So I learned a ton, and I thought I knew a lot. And there, I had I, I had at least three moments where I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so stupid! <laughs> I can't believe I've been doing it this way the whole time." So you know, I, I you know, if I didn't already um, know everything, um, yeah. I would be in your yeah, class, right? If you didn't already know everything, <laughs> no, all right. I'm going to be volunteering. So that's right, cool. you'd be working. All right, cool. So, I uh, I think that we've covered quite a lot. I would say if you need more information, go to imagingusa.org. And next week. 
live live from imaging sort USA. of we will be recording and then uploading and broadcasting the episode from imaging usa and i'm hoping i i know you've got to have on the line some some cool guests because we're going to have all these great photographers there. i've got a couple people in mind that I'm going to ask, and I think we should be able to get some really cool guests for a couple episodes that we'll record from Imaging USA, or maybe even we'll just get as many as we can in the room at one time, right? And see how many people we can fit in my hotel room. Yeah, that'll be to good. record the episode. That'll yeah. work. We'll have like five people sharing one microphone. Hey, are you bringing the baby? Yeah, yeah. Oh, the baby's coming. Are you we're, driving? Uh, no. Oh, you're going to fly. We're flying. No, it's a 45-minute flight. Right. So it's like, right, you know, so if we fly uh, when her normal nap time is, it's usually pretty good because yeah. we just give her a bottle and then she just pass out for right. an hour. But, uh, yeah, we're going to fly and uh, we're going to have the baby there. So all the people that we're friends with who haven't yet met Ellie because we see them mostly at photography events, right. we're going to get to meet her. Oh, that's be really cool. And oh, hopefully okay. she won't come down with anything because here's the other thing. Last tip, vitamin C load up before the convention. Right. Make sure that you're drinking a lot of water and make sure you're taking a lot of vitamins and power up those emergencies and all those other airborns or whatever it is you get because you're going to be in contact with a lot of people. Bring hand sanitizer and wash your hands a lot Yep, uh, because it's going to be uh, – it's one of those things where a lot of people get ill. It's not just imaging. It's sure any convention, any time when I'm working at conventions or events, I'm obsessive about keeping my hands clean and – and uh, always loading up on vitamin C. When you're around that many people, there's just people with colds sure. or people with other things, and you just want to make sure that you're going to stay healthy. So big tip, vitamin C load before you go, and so that you can have a really good time. Because the worst thing is to be away from home when you're sick. Oh, yeah. That's the worst. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, don't get sick while you're there. All right, that's going to wrap it up for this week. If you would like to find us online, you can find me at com. You can find Gary at HughesTheoretti.com. Thank you. You can find us, uh, the Photobomb Podcast, at photobombpodcast.com. You can send us questions and comments at info at, I'm sorry, questions. I always forget our own email address. <laughs> you're really bad at that. Questions at photobombpodcast.com. You can find us on uh, Facebook and Twitter. And we will see you at Imaging USA in one week. See, see you in a week. So excited. And wash your hands, you animals. See you later.